With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. Welcome in. It's The Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio with T.J. Hushman's Adam Doug Gottlieb. Happy Labor Day to you. We have a weekend of college football in our back pocket. More ball to be played. And, of course, we are just uh, three nights away. Right? I mean, I never, this is like back when um, and this is something that the kids won't be able to say these days, right? When you used to stop and ask for directions. Right? When you stop and ask for directions, like, oh, you go four lights up and you take a right. Nobody has to ask for directions because you got in your phone now. Not right? anymore. Right? But four lights up and then then the, and then you'd pull away and you're like, wait, should do I count the first light? Do I do it? So when I say, okay, so it's four three nights away, right? So tonight's Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and then Thursday night is that am I right by saying three nights away or is it four nights away? I, which 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 is the the technical? It's three three nights. Okay, I did get it. I just want to make sure that I wasn't I was counting the right number of nights. So as we get ready for that, you heard you heard the update from Brian Finley that um, they're going to sign Jason Peters uh, to give them some some stability on the offensive line. Um, 
Dak Prescott, of course, is the, Cow- the Cowboys quarterback. He had this to say about Tyler Smith, who's going to start for Tyron Smith. He said he expects him to be ready uh, to play. TJ, like, look, they're taking on a Tampa team that has their own offensive line issues, but defensive front doesn't appear to be an issue. Yet, outside of C.D. Lamb, you don't really have healthy top-end wide receivers. What are the Cowboys going to look like when they, when they take the field against the Buccaneers this weekend? If you act Dax Prescott, they don't, they don't look great. They look like a million dollars. I don't believe the Cowboys, they, when, when you lose the amount of players that they've lost and, and then the guys you're counting on to be pillars of your team get injured, Tyron Smith, Michael Gallup isn't ready to go from last year's injury. This is all going to fall on Dak Prescott's shoulder, CeeDee Lamb, and that run game. And that run game hasn't been that run game in years. And, and so what will they be? They'll be a team that offensively will have to be perfect and hope and pray that their defense uh, is dominant. That defense is going to have to be dominant. And they have the players at every level to be a really good defense. Can Trayvon Diggs, can he get that many interceptions again this year? That It's hard. It's, it's hard to, year after year, continue to get a ton of interceptions. Can, can he do that again? Can Micah Parsons accumulate as many sacks as he did? Can Demarcus Lawrence stay healthy this year? There's just so many variables when you talk about the Cowboys. Yes, they just signed Jason Peters. Well, is he going to be a veteran leader? You would assume by week three he'll be in there starting. He's 40 years old. You got to get your legs up under you. But how is his body going to react? Not going through training camp, no offs. Yeah, you've been training, but playing football is different than training. And so the Eagles should be better. The Washington Commanders defensively are always going to present a problem. Brian Dable with, with the Giants, they they should be better. I'm just not sure that I expect the Cowboys to be what Dak Prescott and the Cowboys fans expect them to be. Can you believe that it's been since the mid-90s that they've had back-to-back 10-win seasons? Like, that's kind of remarkable. Could it be it's just a lot of parity in that division? Or they just can't put back-to-back good seasons together? You you tell you tell me. I don't think it's I don't think it's the parity in the division because during that time there have been plenty of droughts for the rest of that division, and literally since 1996, that was the last time they had back to back ten win seasons, and that was they had what was I think six in a row. Obviously, that's when they had they had Troy at quarterback, so um, it, fe- it fell apart. That was B- Barry Switzer had the last kind of. Then he had a six and ten year. Then Chan Gailey won ten with Troy and uh, then they went through some lean years but um, it's been since 1996 they've had back-to-back 10 win seasons that, that to me is just crazy considering one how much discussed the Cowboys are and discussed as like every year's like this is gonna be could this be the year for the Cowboys well they have I, I do feel like this is not a year where people outside of Dallas think this is gonna be their year but they do CD Lamb's a star Micah Parsons a star you know, you do have some other good pieces, and the division isn't seen as being great. I mean, I think the Eagles have probably a, a, a little bit a better roster. It just there's not the belief at Jalen Hurts in, in comparison to Dak Prescott. So, uh, but it's it's really remarkable their inability to put back to back, you know, 
big seasons together. I like the Eagles to win this division. I I like the Eagles to win this division just off of overall roster construction and offensively, defensively, complementary football. They they can win it offensively or they can win it defensively. And and the Cowboys can as well. But when you take CeeDee Lamb away, where do they go? Where do they go with the ball? And and so now this is where – Dak Prescott, he's going to earn his money. Yeah. He, he he's going to earn that contract by I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this guy a name. Yeah. And who 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 will be that guy? We don't know. But if the Cowboys play well, it will be because Dak Prescott are bringing people to our attention that we had no idea who they were. And, and so that's what you pay these quarterbacks the amount of money that they receive. For those moments, so you can say, hey, I'm going to make this guy a household name. And so it's a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. You get the contract. And now when they take CeeDee Lamb, where it's third and seven, they're going to double CeeDee Lamb. Tony Pollard in the slot. Do you like Tony? the idea of Tony Pollard in the slot? Personally, I like a receiver in the slot because that's what they're used to doing. That they're used to now. I like Tony Pollard in the slot if he's going against a linebacker, not if he's going against a uh, nickel corner. That if you're saying you're moving him to receiver, which they say they want to try to do, no, I mean a nickel corner is going to be able to cover Tony Pollard. I, I prefer a receiver that's been doing it and knows how to get open and understands the nuances of route running. And, and so, I prefer a receiver over to, over Tony Pollard in the slot. Me personally, now. What kind of personnel grouping will that defense put out there? Sure. When Tony Pollard is in the slot. So if they go two backs, what kind of personnel do they they classify that as? And and maybe it's a strong safety or a linebacker, then yeah, I, I like that. I like that for the Cowboys, but not not if it's a nickel corner, no. All right, Joe, we'll get back to some Cowboys talk in a second. Brandon Whedon will be our guest. He's a former uh former Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. But uh, I, I do have this not so breaking news. We were talking about um Roller coasters and rides and falls from uh, skydiving. We also talked a little bit of bungee jumping. Jason Stewart producing this here uh, production. I f- I've forgotten that you you're a bungee jumper guy, right? Like that's this. Jason, is- you bungee jump? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Of uh, you know, there's a place over here in L.A. called the uh, Bridge to Nowhere. It's an old abandoned bridge. And a bungee company took took over it, so you could bungee down into this uh, towards Gorge. this river gorge. It looks it's like a little gorge, like a mini gorge. Yeah. So we got video and everything. I I have a I have a, a million questions. And how many times matter. have you done it? Yeah. Um, I've done it a total of three times over two trips because you know when they go when you go there, they're like you can pay for one, but you'll want to go twice. So the first time I went there, I'm like, you're right. I want to do this again. Um, and so you did I, it I would do it immediately right weekend. after, like you hey. got done. You did it like immediately. Were or? you nervous that first one? Were you nervous? Well, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get to the first one. So, so do you have to like walk upstairs? <laughs> are you standing down, looking over? Are you do you are you, do you have any issues with heights to begin with? Okay, let's see. Um, first of all, you walk to the bridge. There's no walking upstairs or anything. You walk to the bridge, and you never actually get down into the gorge. So you you stay up on the bridge. Um, nerves don't, aren't a factor for me. I've I've done some skydiving too. Um, I like I like the heights. That's not. That's, I mean, it was the best adrenaline rush that I could possibly ever receive. 
Because yeah, you, um, you feel like you're going to die. You could die. Because there's always that could, chance. Yeah. But just the feeling of free falling at, you know, at that speed, it's, uh, it's something that's undescribable um, and amazing. Amazing. He said amazing. Wow. It really is, TJ. I'm, I think, sure, I think I'm sure it is. It, it's you, one of those, like, that looks, that looks exhilarating. I'm going to pass. <laughs> right? That looks exhilarating. I'm going to pass. I mean, no. you have to be a certain type of in- individual to enjoy that initial free fall and like, man, this bungee better bungee. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it better bungee. Don't snap or give way or yeah, that that part of it is just for me. It's kind of it's a little fearful there. A little fear. A little. A little look, that's that's a that's a no thank you. I look I'll, I'll, so there's a But there's you a just Doug, you just said last segment that you would actually consider skydiving. No, I didn't. You was you said I would have to have two parachutes. So that no, when I you did, no I didn't. I this discussion <laughs> never came up. You I said, never said that. One shoot, I wouldn't I couldn't have one shoot. So that's no, the impression. You, the first the first time you go, you go on something somebody goes on your back anyway and they, they have their shoot and you have your shoot. I have no I just have I've always I've, I've this is my sister went skydiving, I think, on her eighteenth birthday. I remember she told me she's she's I was like, How was it? She's like, Well, I threw up, but it was it was great. I'm like, no, I just I'm yeah. sure it'd be incredible. I look, there's a bridge in, uh, where I live, and um, my my son, like one day, like he went he went with his buddies in the summer. He's like, Dad, we jumped off the bridge. Like, yeah, it's like a like a childhood, early teenage, you know, uh, from like 11 to like 13, 14. Some 16 year old kids will jump off this this bridge. So he's telling me about it, and and I was like, well. Let's let, take me there. I want to see it because I thought it was like a like a five foot, ten foot bridge, whatever. It was a decent height. So he's jumping off of it, and I'm, you know, you got to check for boats. Don't want to land on a boat; that'd be a bad thing. So he's like, "Call me soft." Him and his buddy Colton are calling me soft. So finally, I get up there, and I did not want to jump off this bridge that a couple of twelve year olds were, thirteen year olds were jumping off this bridge. But I did it. But that was like that's like the limit. That's. I don't know. I, I watched your video, Jason, and I think that looks fun. How close are those sides of the kind of gorge? Because it feels like if you jump in the wrong direction, you're going to hit a little rock. Well, that, not the, actually, the tricky part is, and they, they do a little training session before they do it, you're supposed to jump out so that the bungee, when it kicks back, doesn't kick you under the bridge so you smash your head, right? Yeah, so you have to no. jump out so that there's that's an no. angle to go that's under no. the bridge. Come on, that's man. A, no. a, so you can a, possibly no. bungee snap and get knocked out. Yeah. Now there's now there's two possible oh. all right, there's part of the two fun, possible guys. ways in which you can you can die. Yeah. Once you get to the second way you could die, I'm good. I was good before. Now I'm really now I'm I'm good. I'm definitely set. The first person that said, hey, I'm going to make this bungee that's strong enough for people to jump off. And yes. the first person to do, like, wow. Was, what was, well, bungee was originally, it's originally designed, though, for, like, for repelling, right? J, like, right? So I guess, I guess somebody who was repelling at some point was like, hey, we could actually do this where you could jump off of things. Yeah, Just think I'm, of the trial and error it took. Like, I think it was too long. <laughs> Too much slack. <laughs> but think about this, guys. Um, California has a lot of restrictions and insurance and liability laws, right? So you're strapped around your waist on this one. 
nothing's going to happen to you. If you go to like South Africa, you where just no said if you don't, you just said if you don't jump out, you could yeah, yeah, bounce yeah. There, back there are a couple and things you can hit like your that. head in the bridge. I'm just saying that I want to go to a place where there's no liability, like a South Africa or something where you, you could go by the ankles. And you can go like twice as far. You could you could dive twice as far because there's, there's. You would want to do something you like that? Do that. We just said we just talked about uh, oh, a wow. tower if in you India. Love this, uh, you want the you want you want deeper. You want longer. Yeah, it's a drug for you, basically. Pretty you're much. Just wow. you just pump that sucker into my brain. Wow. I need some sort of adrenaline, even if it kills me. Bring it. Okay. Well, now we understand how you value your 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 life. Uh, that's uh, that's Jason Stewart, adventurer extraordinaire and the producer of the Doug Gottlieb show normally on Fox Sports Radio. T.J. Osmanzada, I'm Doug Gottlieb. All right, coming up next, we'll get back to football. What are our expectations of, of the Cowboys, uh, of, of the Dallas the Dallas Cowboys? And what do we make of Tom Brady taking 11 days away and now continued discussion about stuff off the field? How's he going to play? By the way, those two teams play each other this weekend. We'll talk about that next in the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Good morning to you. Happy Labor Day. Hope you're doing well. With T.J. Oshman's Adam, Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so here's what we've had so far. We've had a bunch of college football games. We got some discussion over that. Um, and... We're three nights away from the NFL kicking off. So, times are good. Times are really good. Had that crazy game last night to uh, uh, to think about. LSU missing, again, having an extra point blocked after a crazy, crazy series of events that led to them scoring what would have been a tying or potentially go-ahead touchdown. And uh, Florida State getting the win. We got all the rest of college football. We can cover all of it. Uh, Brandon Whedon's our guest. He's, of course, former star at Oklahoma State. First-round draft pick of the Browns. Started for the Browns. Started for the Cowboys. Started for the uh, Houston Texans. He joins us in the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I want to work backwards to the college football B in a second. But let's start with the Cowboys. Um, Jason Peters is going to sign with the Cowboys. They got Tyler Smith. But they're a bit of a mash unit in the offensive line. And at the wide receiving core outside of C.D. Lamb, what, what do you think their likelihood of success is based upon kind of the roster and the issues they're having, especially up front? Yeah, I mean, I think if you go back to the days that, you know, the Cowboys were, were successful, especially on the offensive side of the ball, is, you know, when DeMarco was there, and the, the year I was there, 2014, we were, we were really good up front. I mean, our offensive line, arguably the best in the league. You know, Tyron Smith, I mean, probably at the time was one of the best left tackles in the league, and Travis Frederick and Zach Martin. I mean, we had some we had some dudes, and, and it allowed us to, to do a lot of different things, and it started with running the football. And right now, it's it's kind of a patchwork deal. I mean, adding a guy like Jason Peters would be would be huge for that for that front. Um, you know, I think Tyler Smith's gonna be a good player, but he's a rookie, right? I mean, throw him the left tackle in a division that's got pretty good fronts on the other side. It's it's that's a big task. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're just they're thin at the at the important positions, um, you know, and I think they need to go out and find some depth. It's just it's going to be tough. You know, it's going to be tough on deck. Um, going to get creative and, and find ways to get the ball out on time and and uh, run the ball creatively. But um, man, it's 
you know, I hate to see it for him. There, you know, Tyron Smith. Uh, there was a stat a couple years back. You know, the games that he played versus the games he had not played, and the Cowboys' record was was quite a bit worse when he's not in there. So, uh, losing Tyron Smith is a is a big blow. He's a he's a big time talent, big time uh, left tackle there for the Cowboys. Brandon, being a former quarterback, going into this season, every uh, only weapon he has right now is Dak. I mean, is uh, C.D. Lamb until Michael Gallup comes back. How as a quarterback do you approach your skill guys that are unproven? Do you, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be relying on you. I need you to do X, Y, and Z, or you just let it play out? Yeah, yeah, I man. I think you got to let it play out as as well as you can. I mean, you know, obviously CD's got to get his his targets, but um, you know, as a quarterback, you just got to you got to let the coverage, you got to let the coverage dictate it, and you got to let your progression kind of tell you where to go with the football. Um, and that's a lot of that's going to be on Kellen Moore is, is finding out how teams are playing these guys without until Michael Gallup gets back um, because you know everybody knows where the ball is going to go they're going to try to find 88 and so uh, as a quarterback it's it's challenging you know in, in college you know it's a little different because you know, I had Justin Blackman for example at Oklahoma State and it's like I mean come hell or high water it didn't matter if it was third and eight I don't care if it's covered two I'll try to force a you know, a, a whole shot in there to him, or I'll try to force a, maybe a ball that I shouldn't shouldn't do. Whereas in the NFL, it's just not that easy. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be tough on deck. And, you know, I'm, I'm I hate it for him because um, they were pretty promising at that position. Obviously, lose Cedric Wilson, you lose some guys like that. I mean, there's it's it's going to be it's going to be a little more challenging for him until they get Gallup back. But as a quarterback, I mean, you just got to you can't you can't try to force things that aren't there. And sometimes that's when you get in trouble and you start turn the ball over and, and things don't go the way you, way you need them to go. So um, Dak's got to be patient um, and just trust those other guys, man. I mean, you know, they're in the NFL. They're in the NFL for a reason. They're good players. You know, trust them, um, get the ball in their hands, get them some confidence and and hope that they can uh, hope they continue to get better as the year goes on. Can you imagine a starting quarterback missing 11 days in the middle of camp? <laughs> no. No, that's different. But it's Tom Brady, and he's forty-five years old, and he <laughs> play a lot of ball. So, <laughs> no, I mean that's I, like, 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 guys, I, 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 I get that, okay. And but, but you guys can spoke speak speak to this. One of the things that everybody says about Tom Brady is, well, when he's around, everybody you know, rises their level, right? I mean, he's around, like he just brings up. All right, well, what about when he's not around? What does that do to Tampa? You're like, where's Tom? I don't know. When's he back? I don't know. Like that doesn't. Those those practices without him, those that just has to be a very unique sort of distraction um, it, for a guy who has never allowed distractions to come into play ever. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a I've never seen it. I mean, um, it had to be a little bit awkward, you know, at those practices. I mean, Blaine Gabbert's in there, and he's he's the one taking all the first team reps, and you look around and. You know, maybe Tom Brady's over there taking a drink of water normally, where now he's not even anywhere to be seen. It's probably probably a little awkward. Um, he's a guy that's got a presence that's probably like un, like no one else, you know. And so when he's not there, it probably just doesn't feel right. So, um, yeah, it, I agree with you, Doug. I mean, I think it's uh, you never you never see these types of things, and especially when it's a polarizing figure like like Tom Brady and. And the the presence that he's he's had such a demanding presence. Is Brandon Whedon doing this? Or w- w- would you do this? You're the quarterback of the Bucks, Brandon Whedon. Or are you saying, "Hey, coach, I need to leave for a week and a half"? No, I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have the nuts to say that. No, <laughs> I, I don't have the guts. I, there's there's no way. I uh, I'd have to fight through it, and I'd be there. But 
Um, no, I, I just think as a quarterback, you know, it's especially a guy like me. A guy like me, I have no pull. I can't do that, you know. Um, so, no, it, it had to have been awkward to, to – uh, and not having there for eleven days. I mean, you, you you've been in a locker room. We we haven't even talked about this much, Doug. But you you've been in a locker room, Brandon. You you know when he's not there, guys are talking, and 100%. They, they're they're talking. And be, because it's Brady, when he comes back, they're not talking anymore, right? But let yeah. let this season start off the wrong way. Let it start off the wrong way. They're really going to be talking, and it's unfortunate because I love Brady, but. You got to be in. And I get it. Everybody has problems. Everybody around you understands you're playing football. How does Tom Brady walk back into that locker room? Does he explain it? Does he just let it be? Like, how do you walk back into that locker room doing what you just did? I don't have an answer for you. I mean, it, you know, yeah. I mean, every day that he's not there, I mean, that's, you know, that's probably one of the first things. That conversation's going on, and guys are sitting in their lockers, and or you know getting ready to go out to walkthroughs or whatever. It's like, man, it's weird. Twelve's not here. You know, when's twelve coming back? You know, and I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's the first topic of conversation. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would love to think that, you know, most of those guys, most of the young guys, or most of the free agents that, that sign there because he's there, are like, I mean, I could care less as long as he's here, as long as he's here week one, I'm good. Um, but yeah, it's kind of an unprecedented deal. You don't see it. Um, you know, if it, if it is truly, uh, you know, a family issue, you know, we, we all have issues like that, right? You know, you gotta, you gotta learn how to deal with them and, and still put your work in. But uh, I was, I was shocked. I, you know, I, I figured maybe two, three days. Okay. But you know, 11 days, that's half a camp. I mean, that's, that's half a camp. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot, a lot yeah. of time with guys that aren't there. <laughs> I think that I think that the cover up being worse than the crime in many ways, right? Whereas at first they were like, "Well, this is pre-planned." They're like, "When's he going to be back?" We don't know. Well, then that's not that's not really well planned. Maybe that's actually how I plan, but that's not how most people plan for their starting quarterback, especially you know uh, the, the the most accomplished, greatest quarterback of all time. Like, like if you want to sell me that it was pre-planned, okay. It's not just the part date of departure. You have to have a return date as well, and they they did not. So that one strikes me as, as 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 part of the what 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 makes it up. Brandon Whedon's our guest, of course, former first round pick, the Cleveland Browns, started with the Browns uh, for a couple of years, with the Cowboys, with the Houston Texans, with uh, T.J. Hushman's out. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Kind of quickly, uh, Brandon, t- turn into college football. Oklahoma dramatic change in coaching staff, right? Because Lincoln Riley. Uh, and his crew go out to USC. Left behind is some of the a, a lot of the old heads they brought back to Oklahoma. What do you think of this Sooner unit now that we've seen them at least once in the football field? Well, I think at least on the defensive side they're going to be better. Uh, I think they're going to be tougher. I think Brent Venables is a is a really good football coach that kind of brings that mentality to that side of the ball. Uh, they brought back their strength conditioning coach, which Doug, you know, is. is important we've got a great one at Oklahoma State and he kind of runs the show and, and they just paid him a million dollars so those guys are important so they brought Schmitty back on as a strength and conditioning coach and then uh you know they've they've got uh you know Brent Venables kind of calling the shots there on defense but and and on the other side of the ball I think they're gonna be just fine I mean I think Jeff Levy is, is a great offensive mind that's probably gonna be a head coach in a year or two um but I, I think they're gonna be better they're dang sure gonna be they're gonna be tougher um you know, I know they they played UTEP the other day, so kind of hard to gauge. But uh, look like they tackle better. They played a little bit faster in the secondary, which is 
you know, something I said last year, they weren't very good in the secondary and, and they look pretty soft back there, but a little bit more physical. And um, I think it's going to be a little bit di- different looking Sooner team, but I think they're going to be, uh, I think they're going to be pretty solid. You mentioned, you mentioned tougher. It does sound like you think that, that Lincoln and his style of putting together a staff, you know, does that dog hunt in the, in the Big Ten? I, I know the Big Ten will be different than the Big 12, different than the SEC. Do you think the style of which, not just he likes to play, but how he likes to coach, that it will have kind of the defensive toughness it takes to win big? Well, I think, I think it's gonna, it starts more up front. I mean, I think, you know, you look at the Big Ten, you know, when I think Big Ten football, I think, you know, big first-round pick offensive linemen, you know, good edge rushers. And, and big three techniques and nose tackles. So I, I just think, you know, I think size and I think, you know, just running the football, pounding the football. Um, throw all that out the window. How's he going to like playing in Michigan in November? It's freezing cold. Those guys are going <laughs> to, that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. But um, no, I, I think, you know, he's going to have to recruit a little bit different style of player, especially again, up front on both sides of the ball. Um, kind of bring that physicality because, I mean, it's, it's more smash mouth up there in the Big Ten per se. And, and he likes to he likes to be a little more finesse and, and spread you out. So that's an interesting transition. I I'm kind of uh, I'm anxious to see how it all plays out. Brandon, great stuff, man. Have a happy Labor Day. Uh, I'm sure you're teeing it up somewhere. Are you teeing it up somewhere? Or are you doing the lake thing today? Nah, I think I'm gonna go tee it. I, I hadn't really thought about it till this morning, but it's pretty nice here. There's no wind, so I'm thinking about seeing if I can sneak on somewhere. All right. I, I don't think you're, there's no sneaking on at your size with your stature in that state. But I, I appreciate you trying to act like you can sneak on. Of course. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for joining us. You got it. See you guys. Brandon Weed joining us here uh, on, on the Dan Patrick show. Let, let's get to that, that Brady thing. I mean, like, look, it's, it's really, really interesting that um, you still have people like, ah, the division's not any good. Like, the Saints roster's pretty good. I don't know what to make of Carolina because Carolina, when they have Christian McCaffrey, uh, they're, they're obviously a, a completely different football team. Even going back to last year, he gets hurt. They're 3-0. Uh, they, they never recover. Now, that wasn't, it was against at least two kind of bottom feeders in the league. But still, um, I don't know. I, I look at Tampa and I think uh, there's all these little signs there that, that should point, point to them having somewhat of a disappointing season, right? The Brady thing, lose your starting center. You lose, you know, you have a, you have a, a retirement from an offensive lineman you weren't expecting. You lose another offensive lineman. You have a, a change, you know, in, in, in the head coach. I know most of the rest of the staff has stayed the same. I don't know. There appears to be signs there. But you look at the division like, all right, it's, if I don't love them, who do I love? What do you make of, of how we should feel going into Tampa season? It's going to be interesting. The Saints are going to be better. And, and the Saints defensively run the same system. Same defensive uh, coach and Dennis Allen will, will be there. They they gave the Bucks problems. If, if Jameis Winston can stay healthy, the the Saints are going to present problems for the Bucks. And, and you spoke of it offensively up front for for the Bucks. What are they going to do? Any quarterback? It's not just Brady. If you get pressure on them, they're going to start to feel that pressure. They're going to start to sense it, and so. It, it, it's going to be – it's not going to be as easy, I believe, as people perceive it to be. The Saints are going to present a problem. Carolina, you, we don't know. They have a good roster. If Baker's healthy, Baker has played good football in the National Football League. Like, he's been a good quarterback at times. And so, if he's healthy and he's playing with the confidence uh, that he played with when he took the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs – 
that'll present a problem as well because the Panthers also, they have, you look at their roster, they have a good roster. And so it's not going to be easy for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, the Bucs also have a good roster. But where they're hurting is up front on that offensive line. You can't be that way in that division, not with what Carolina has on the defensive front and not what the Saints have on the defensive front. And so for the Bucs, it's just going to be can they block guys, can they get stops? They're going to get stops because defensively, Todd Bowles, he's going to stop the run and force you to be one-dimensional and throw the ball. Can those other can Baker do that consistently? Can Jameis Winston can do it consistently? Can Marcus Mariota do it consistently in Atlanta? You know, we didn't talk about those guys, but the, the Falcons also they present matchup problems with Kyle Pitts and Drake London out there. With with that size and that ability to just be big, big guys that can move. And so for the Bucks, it, it's gonna be interesting because if they don't get it done, they're gonna point to the eleven days. They're going to go back to the 11 days and what if and, and, and the whys and things of that nature. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's the best point that anybody's made on this, TJ, is if you remember, um, I guess it was last year, right? Wasn't it last year where, where Aaron Rodgers was late showing up and did he want to be traded and not want to be traded? And what did he do this offseason? He wasn't at OTAs. He was out hiking Machu Picchu. Right? And what happened? First game of the year, they go out there and they just get hammered. They played New Orleans in Jacksonville. Am I remembering, Jay Stu, am I remembering yes. the, the games correctly? Right? New Orleans and Jacksonville. And they got smashed. Now, he ended up having an MVP season and having a great year. But for that, that short period of time, I, everyone said, myself included, was like, maybe you should have spent a little bit more in the summer in the film room. I don't know. Right. It's the message that you sent. Here's the, here's the way I would, I would uh, relate it to somebody. Um, In the early eighties, my dad was an assistant coach with Tex winter at long beach state and Tex winter. If you remember that name, um, it was the architect of the triangle offense. He was a great college coach before he put the triangle into the bulls and into the Lakers, a part of Phil Jackson's staff winning all those championships. And um, when he was at Long Beach State, my dad, would, my, my, my dad told me that, that the, off- the drills, uh, the implementation of how they played, all this stuff was incredible. But when they'd start the defensive segment of practice, if they'd put the defensive segment at the end of practice, he would leave practice. Leave. I mean, I don't have anything to do with the defense. You didn't even like pay attention. <laughs> nothing, nothing. So, and, and like, there was nothing wrong. And uh, on most, most basketball staffs, the, the coaches will break down. Sometimes some even have an offensive and defensive coordinator, right? So it's not like the, the head coach is really implementing much of the defense, but not being there or n- makes it not important. The head coach ain't there. It ain't important. And guess what? They were great offensive teams. They weren't very good defensively. It just, that wasn't his thing. He wasn't into coaching it. Like you guys coach that. I'll just coach the offensive side of the ball. And I do think that, that, that leadership, whatever, whoever your best player is, whoever your coach is, or how, how they lead, that, that embodies who your team is. And it's going to be interesting because Brady obviously is seen as a workaholic. And the whole MO on him is nobody works harder on his body and his brain and being ready and being prepared. And then, dude, he's, he's off the radar for And, and that's days. how you know it was important 
That's how you know because of everything you just said about Brady. For him to do that, it was important to him that he left camp. I guarantee that was the last resort. Buccaneers play the Cowboys this Sunday. Yep. Are we going to overreact to whoever loses? Like, oh, I told you so. Told that we well, do when it. the Cowboys lose, we always crazy over people crazy overreact. And if Tom Brady doesn't play well, you know that what I mean. Of course, what we're going to say we shouldn't take eleven days off of camp, big boy. Like you, 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 you know, when you leave training camp for eleven days, any player, especially Tom Brady, it's like whoa, whoa, like yeah. it has to be. Something so important. Nobody would do it, let alone Tom Brady. And so that's how you know it was very important. You just hope, if you're a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, that this isn't a storyline because they don't play well. If they don't play well, they're just not playing well. It has nothing to do with 11 days. But the 11 days will be the story. Of course it will. Of course it will. All right, coming up next, Bill Belichick gave a downright long-winded answer to a pretty simple question. You'll hear it. We'll discuss it with T.J. Hushman's Adam Doug Gottlieb. That's next in the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what? Too is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly... I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Doug Gottlieb, TJ Hitchman's out in for Dan Danette's Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Little mighty, mighty Boston's for you, huh? So uh, we'll we'll get back to the the college football first week reaction over some of these crazy games, especially how that LSU Florida State game ended it was nutty. But uh, TJ, I want to play for you something. Um, there are times in which Bill Belichick be, can become loquacious. He finds a, whether it's his mood, whether it's a question, or sometimes who asks the question. He was asked about his expectations of his team against Miami in the opener. Here was his answer. That's a $64,000 question on everything. Opening day is opening day. Nobody's really shown much in preseason. The cards will be on the table on Sunday. And like every opening game, I'm sure we'll have to make some adjustments once we see what they're doing um, and vice versa. That's always the way it is. So you have to leave room for a little bit of the unknown, things they've been working on that they haven't shown or things specifically game plan for you that we've had trouble with uh, at some point. They've had a lot of time to prepare for the game, several months, as have we. So there's a you know, big part of the unknown. I think all that will clear up in the first two to three weeks of the season when teams settle into their style of play that they want to bank on. Uh, but right now that's not necessarily known. And, and league-wide, the playing time for – you know, a lot of the key players on every team is low, so it's hard to hard to tell how some of their their players are going to be used. But we know they're going to the guys are going to feature. So uh, we'll have to see how it goes. How do you, how do you go in relatively blind into that first game? Number one, w- w- why did he say sixty four thousand dollars? Where does that come in at? It's that's 64. an old expression. That's an old expression. Really? Yeah, it's an old. I think it, I, yeah, I think it was an old game show. <laughs> Must be real old. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm like, why sixty four thousand? Well, you go into the first game, it's the unknown. I tell you this: all thirty two teams think they're going to win. 
I will tell you that, like, never once did I go into a season thinking, oh, man, we suck. We're not going to be good. Every season, I'm like, we're going to be pretty good this year. And that first game may or may not show you. Just just because you win doesn't mean you have a great season. Just because you lose doesn't mean you're bad. And that and that's what's so that's what makes football the best game in the world because it's now it's seventeen games and each game is its own individual game. That what you did last Sunday that worked so well. You probably won't do it. And if you do, as we would say, you have a little window dressing. We're going to show you something to make you think we're doing this, but we're going to do what we did last week to see if you guys are prepared for this. And so football is a game of adjustments, matchups. The coaches and teams and players that do it best are the ones that come out on top. But everybody's going into this first week like, we're going to win. I guarantee the Patriots believe that. I guarantee the Dolphins believe it. This Thursday, the Rams and the Bills both believe that. No question. No, and, no, 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 no question. But, but, but the the thing is, nobody walks into a game thinking they're going to lose. Um, but there are questions. Now, 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 you get middle of the season, they walk into the game thinking they're going to lose. If you're getting your butt kicked all year, you're going into the game like, oh, we're going to lose another one. That's a fact. Um, I don't know if the pa- I, I, I mean, I guess I do think the Patriots, that staff. And the way they think, they 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 figure it's like a math problem. They they convince themselves these first four games are like extended preseason. Then once we get the book on people, now we know how to beat them. That's our that's kind of that's how we roll. That's how we establish kind of our our style. There's okay. So there's two different different questions for each of these different teams. Let's start with the Patriots. Are you a believer in the idea of guys that have played against a style of offense? can then implement that style of offense, right? That's what we're hearing. Like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, they love the, you know, the, the, the zone blocking schemes. Don't, you know, you know, running the zone. Outside. It's an outside outside zone, zone. which is that's you talk to any offensive line coach and that that's hard. It's not easy. It, that is hard to teach. It's easy. Oh, we want to learn. That's it's hard. That's why everybody can't do it. It's hard. So, are you a buyer into guys that haven't traditionally taught it, but that have played against it can in fact teach it? Oh, of course. But I'm not, I'm not a buyer in a guy in Matt Patricia that was a defensive coach. And when you were in Detroit, your defense wasn't that good. You couldn't teach what you did best. How are you going to teach offense? And that's no disrespect. What I'm saying, you're the offense or the defense you coordinated in Detroit wasn't very good. So now I expect you to coordinate offense that's not your side of the ball, and it's going to be better than the defense you coordinate. I don't get it. I don't get it, and that's what makes the football game this Sunday interesting because now it's preseason. It's no game planning. Now you got to show your cards. Now you got game plan. Now you got to really show you know what you're doing. Yeah. And, and, And so – yeah, he can teach it, but it's not easy. That's why everybody doesn't do it. They don't run it. Yeah, McVeigh can do it. Yeah, the Shanahan's do it, but they've been doing it their whole life, their entire life. McVeigh comes up under Shanahan and, and, and those guys, and so it's not as easy as they believe. They'll find out. Um, okay, really quickly, can Tua get the most out of Tyreek Hill? Man, I actually like Tua, man. 
Tua was extremely accurate in college, but Tua had dogs at Alabama. Tua has dogs now in Miami. And so he's going to throw the ball accurately enough. If you protect him, he did it in Alabama. And so, yeah, I believe the Dolphins are going to have a really good year. Yeah, that part's going to be interesting, though, because there are just throws that it felt like only Mahomes or Mahomes and a handful of guys could make. It, it does feel like the, he's he's a he's like a he's a weapon that oh, not everybody he, can use. He's not gonna make those throws that Mahomes makes and run around and then still hit Tyreek Hill on the money. He's not gonna do that. He doesn't have to do that. He can do what Tua can do. He did it in college. He can do it in the league. He, he can do it. It'd just be a different way. It's more than one way to skin a cat. With well, T.J. Hushman's on, I'm Doug Gottlieb. All right, coming up next, we will see the Rams. We will see the Bills. How much is there lingering in the Bills and how their last season ended? Getting ready for this season. We'll discuss next in the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 